Hello. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here again for another wonderful and exciting episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, it's going to be easy. The good thing is we aren't just started 2021, we're on the first quarter. So you see, if you're still preparing your plans or you don't know what to do, but you just need a little bit of guidance into 2021 to like keep, like smash 2021, welcome to this episode. Don't worry. This brother, this amazing guest is going to like do us a great favor and it is going to bring us to the 21st century. See, today we have this amazing guest. He is the founder of Code Hands. Code hands, sorry, codehands.com, where you need where everything you need to become an awesome software developer without jumping from one YouTube tutorial to the next. He is no other person than Kingsley Ijoma. See, he he this guy is an amazing guy. He's the only African who qualified as a Paralympian for the Tokyo 2020. See, without any further ado, Kinsley, how are you today, man? How are you? Welcome to the oh, I'm, so, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Victor. I'm really, really happy to be here. Yeah. What happened? Because the last time we spoke, you were on your way, you were on your way to Tokyo before the pandemic yes. hit. So what happened? Yeah, so the last time we spoke, I was um I qualified for the Paralympics Tokyo, August 2020. And of course, by then, uh, before then, we didn't have the pandemic, the COVID. Uh, situation that we're in now so the the games has been pushed forward to 2021 august so it's still going ahead and i am still qualified um so so i'm still training and still getting my my myself into good shape for the for the games so it's not it's not, it's not that you have to go back and start doing a pre-qualification again you, you're already there no, already no, no, no. yeah so so luckily for me everybody who already qualified gets to keep their the, the slots, the space. Yeah. So it's just um, uh, training under lockdown has been a challenge, yeah. but you know we're, we're, we've risen to that challenge and uh, we have our ways of, of getting around things. So yeah, so I'm qualified and I'm, I'm very, I'm very much expecting and looking forward to, to taking part in it. Yeah, and the good thing is the gyms will be open in, in England, say in, um, in a couple of months time. Yeah, yeah. So actually, in a few weeks. Um, so, so the the athletes, the um, elite athletes, can can get back into into training. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to in two weeks' time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to join Kinsley on his journey, he's going to leave his, his details for you, so that you can follow him on his on his journey towards um, Tokyo 2021. But that is not the reason why we are here today. We are here <laughs> because this guy wants to impact hundreds of thousands of of people and i want the diaspora community to be part of this see he just founded codehands.com so everything you need to know about becoming an um, an awesome software developer a coder you know the where the world is going to right now it is all about the internet of things it's all about creating digital stuff so Absolutely. and um and i am Hundred percent in support in support of this. So I will scream. I will scream this from the top of my lungs to make sure that the diaspora, that diasporans plug into what you have to offer us today. So Kinsley, why cold hands? How do you have time to create this? Okay. So when um, 
in March 2020, um, the lockdown basically was becoming a thing. Um, I knew that the games would be uh, postponed. We all had that suspicion. Um, my background, to start with my background, actually, I am a software engineer and I've been a software uh, contractor for um, just over 15 years. I've been, I've been contracting as a computer programmer. And along the lines of programming, I've also been an athlete. So training for the Paralympics, as you mentioned. So, but programming has been my thing, right? I will, I will explain uh, how Code Hans came about last year, and then I'll give you a backdrop of how I became a software developer. So in, Mar in uh, March 2020, I had some time on my hands, okay, during the, the, the first lot of lockdown. So I decided to, uh, to put that time into something. So I started coding, started building an app, the, the platform. And the idea was to uh, help some of my friends who wanted to learn to code uh, so they can get jobs. And I was teaching them over Zoom and documenting things. And then I decided, okay, maybe I can actually package this so I can help more, more people. So CodeHands basically was born um, as a result of, of doing that. So when we moved to the United Kingdom in 1997, I, I was in the boarding school in Lagos in King's College, Lagos, you know, uh, and computers back then wasn't readily available. In fact, we had, um, I think we had just one, one computer, one PC in school, and we just looked at it. You know, we go into the computer room, uh, they tell you this is a keyboard, this is a mouse, this is a monitor, but they wouldn't actually let you sit and play and touch and do anything with it because it was too valuable. I remember, I remember um, those show, show and don't touch, just show yeah. and don't touch. They put them in this transparent plastic bag, show yeah. and don't touch. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, so when we moved to, to London, uh, East London, Walthamstow, I went to school there and I went into the computer room and I saw line of Mac, the old Mac um, uh, PC computers. And I said to the, you know, one of the, the teachers there, can I touch the computer? She said, of course, you, you can do you write your assignments on it. And I just became hooked and I was playing with um, Word uh, art, Microsoft Word art, I think, and just trying to make all this text, you know, and try and design the fonts and all that kind of stuff. And I found myself there every day, just typing and trying to understand how the computer worked. So long story short, I went to university to do artificial intelligence and software engineering. Back then, before AI became what it is today, it was more of um trying to learn the theoretical aspect of um, artificial intelligence. So when I started working at IT, things weren't the way they are now. We didn't know that the apps was gonna take over uh, the way it, it has and that the world, basically everybody was walking around with computers in their pockets. But something was missing, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Every time I, I was working in a company, contracting in a company, I would be the only black person there. And next to me would be other programmers and we got paid very, very well. Okay, so a, a contractor makes about 650 pounds a day. 
right? And so, some for some people, it even goes up to a thousand pounds a day. You know, very easy. And I want to be transparent in this in this conversation because money is something that we don't talk about uh, very often. Most of the time, so I like, and, I, and I love talking about money anyway. So absolutely, we should be more open about it. Yeah. And it will you be in a room full of this young stars all making very good money all driving really nice cars have all the toys all the latest everything and i keep thinking to myself wow this stuff i'm doing is not rocket science you know that every single one here knows something and the way they know it is that they learned it period nothing else required apart from learning it how is it that people who look like me are not represented in this field. That's what I couldn't understand. And the other thing is, you don't even need a degree to be a computer programmer, right? In fact, it's like a, a massive number of about maybe 80% of people who work in IT that I've, I've, I've come across didn't have a degree in IT. Okay, so it's something that you can actually teach. Yes, it's something you can actually teach yourself you get, you have the skills and then you get the jobs and there's so many ways to make money in what IT. What about the certification they just wave in front of you? They say, you know, you need to have this certification, that certification, this, that, to just- No, like no, no, no. It's, it's, it's mainly based on experience. It's mainly based on experience. So to, to work in IT, the, the beautiful thing is you can gain that experience along the way. So let's say, for example, you want to learn to code and I teach you how to learn to code in maybe four months. You know the basics, you can make websites, stuff like that. Then what you do is you go into uh, freelancing websites. There's quite a lot of them. You register on there. Now, someone else will come to you and say, hey, listen, Victor, I'm li I really want to create a website. You say, okay, I could do it for you for X amount of money. And then you create the websites, you start building up your own portfolio and people are paying you already. So now what then happens is once you have enough uh, portfolio, you can then go to any company and say, guys, I would like to work for you. And this is what I've done previously. And that's, that's, that is your education. Literally, that, that's what they ask you for. No one says you have to show me uh, your degree. And the reason why degree doesn't matter so much in tech is tech is constantly evolving. So university relies on stability. The same course they taught you last year is what they have to teach somebody in two years time. Mm -hmm. Whilst tech is fast, quickly evolving. So the, what the, the development stack that we use in the, in the workplace is completely disconnected to what they teach at the university. Mm -hmm. So making university and uh, making a degree uh, an entry requirement doesn't make any sense. So it comes down to who's hungry for it, who is spending the time away from Netflix and investing the time in learning the skills that they need uh, to do the stuff. Is that why is, is that why big tech companies like in the Silicon Valley is now like Google and Co, they start Facebook, they start um, recruiting people that are not um, that are not originally from, what I mean originally that yeah. have degrees 
Yeah, yeah so it, it, exactly, exactly that. So although I went to study some computer uh, software engineering and AI at university, I didn't complete, I finished, I, I dropped out after my second year because I was making so much more money on the side and university felt like it was drawing me back and I wasn't even learning to code. I, I was doing more coding as on, on, on the side and I could, I could code more than any of my, my classmates. Mm -hmm. So I, didn't, I saw that as a waste of my time, more than my, a waste of money wasn't a big deal. It was more of, I just wanted to write code. So I left and set up my own, my own business and had an office in, in central London and just carried on. So you can, at some point, which I also did, specialize if you if if, if at some point in the future you say okay i want to specialize in security then you can go to university and then you can specialize in that because then you're 100 sure that this is what you're looking for but in terms of uh silicon valley what they need is somebody who is an awesome developer that has an eye for, for detail and knows their stuff and that doesn't necessarily come from university Wow. So you're talking about coding, coding, coding. What is coding? Just, I have no clue right. what you're talking about now. So what <laughs> is coding? Yeah. All right. So that's a real, that's an awesome question. So what does a programmer do on a day-to-day -day basis? So you work for a company, right? And the company have, they specialize in problems. This is all it comes down to, is you're solving a problem. Um, I'll give you an example. So a company um, that I am linked up with, what they do is they have uh, a software that goes through their contracts. And let's say a new law has been introduced, you, for you to know if all the contracts that you have uh, are basically in line with that new law, you have to go and read through and make sure that they're all signed and have all the right things. Now, we have the software that basically reads all the documents, all your contracts as an AI, and it can say, okay, this new law has come up and we've had through, we've gone through 20,000 contracts that you have, and uh, this 80 requires work. Now, without this you know, software, this code, then you would, you would have to hire hundreds of analysts that will come to your company and have to go through the work and do it in a very slow, painstaking way. So that's like one thing, one thing there. But for a company like uh, for you and me, for example, you might need a customer relation management CRM. So you have a list of people that you're talking to and maybe five of them says coming back next week. You know, in order for you to be able to track this better, you need a software, you need someone like me, I'll come and I'll write the program for you. And then people in your company can log in and keep a track on who is dealing with what, et cetera. So it's, that's, that's what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. We, 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 are, we attach ourselves as contractors to big companies who are solving a problem and it's our job to then write the code uh, that will solve that problem. Fantastic. So now you've created, now you've created CodeHands, and by the way, it's CodeHands.com. So now you've yeah, created so CodeHands.com. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. C O D E H A N C E dot com. Dot com. So yeah. now you've created this. Who is it for? Who is it for? Okay. So what I've done is try to promote Code Hands to uh, 
black and ethnic minorities, right? People who look like me, because I want people to see that if I can do it, you can do it. Uh, this is the future, right? This is the way to create generational wealth. So when I was say, talking about IT, I'm not saying please learn to code so you can go and beg for jobs. No, uh, not at all. What I'm saying is learn to code so you can build your own products because the, the, the way the world is going now is, is the world where everybody is growing their own followers. But to grow your own followers, you need to offer something of value. Now, coding is so powerful that it doesn't matter what industry you tell me you're interested in, you can work in that industry. If you're interested in music, they have IT for you. If you're interested in medicine, there's an IT for you. If you're interested in, in drama and acting, every major industry in the world, major and minor, they all have IT parts to them. So if you want to move around, you want something that is uh, recession-proof, you're looking at IT. And we need to be represented in that arena. Also, talking about the diaspora, talking about uh, people, let's talk about people that are in their own countries. The, the challenge you have, if, you, if you're in Lagos or if you're in, uh, in Ghana or wherever, is one, you need to, you need to, to move uh, from one location, one country to another, to try and better yourself. What if you don't need to? What if all you need is a skill that is in so much demand that they will pay you wherever you are? Now, yeah, this I'm, is where the skill comes in. Yeah, because I'm in Lagos right now, and I see so many, so many challenges that easily in the in the UK there is an app for that, or there is yes. there is there's a software for that, or there is a touch and go for mm -hmm. that. There's a, there's a swipe for that. They, so, yeah. but so this is what this is what the challenge is this is what the scope of the opportunity is in yeah. lagos in nigeria in other yeah. parts of africa in other parts of um, wherever you come in in the caribbean these are the opportunities that you can actually as a coder a software developer yeah. you can go into these climbs into if you come to lagos there's a huge tech um what's it called yaba um, tech hub now is like is 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 becoming a powerhouse in West Africa. Kenya yeah. is becoming a powerhouse in East Africa. South Africa yeah. is South Africa. So if you see if you see what's going on now, these are huge challenges that we need as many software developers as possible for them to come and solve yeah. and take advantage of this opportunity. So absolutely, yeah. If someone wants to like key into this uh, into uh, code hands, how? Do they need to move? Do they need to come down to, to, to the No, no, no. So the, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You don't need to come to England at all. So basically, the, the idea is I've created online video courses. So there are video courses that have assignments, that have quizzes to make sure that you're keeping up. And then on a weekly basis, every Wednesday evening, we have a Zoom. Uh, where different students basically log in so you can ask me questions and I can just make sure that you're going in the right direction. So you can watch the videos at your own time and uh, do the assignments and keep keep going. Um, 
So, so you can log in from anywhere. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Is there accountability? Because you know, most of the time with courses, people don't really finish or they like slack behind. So is that accountability? Yeah. How do you account? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. So sure this is why finish? I have. Yeah. So this is why I have the uh, the weekly Zoom. Uh, it's just to make sure that every reason that you might have uh, for not finishing, you know, if it's basically to do with, uh, I don't understand this, or this is difficult, or then you can ask me those questions and make sure that uh, they're answered. And also, uh, people can reach out to me directly uh, to my email. Um, so that's something else. If, you, if you're stuck, you can ask me questions, um, etc. But to actually start this, you have to uh, have the desire uh, to, to make that change. Um, because this is one of the only instances where your income increases uh, with self-improvement. And if you're that motivated and you want to make a change in your, in your future, in your career, then uh, putting in that solid uh, six months into it is what will give you that transformation. Um, so you, you need to come prepared with, with that kind of desire to, to make a change. And the, the, the thing that scares people the most is they think, oh, programming, it must be, you know, I, I'm not good at mathematics because I know it's, it's all zeros and ones. And, but what we're doing really is just solving problems. And it's not like if somebody says to you, how good is your writing? And you say, oh, I'm not Shakespeare, so therefore I'm not going to learn to read and write then it's exactly the same example here. So if you're working on a really complex uh, computer program, yes, that will be you know, also very complex. Uh, you know, mathematics might be involved in it at that level. But most of the problems that you can actually solve are very, very straightforward and doesn't require that level of detail. So like you were saying earlier about seeing other opportunities in Lagos, for example. So there's a huge thing going on all over the world right now, which is we're getting rid of the monolithic approach to, to things and we're moving to peer-to-peer. Uh, to -peer. So when you look at uh, Uber, um, you know, it's taking a, getting rid of the big giant of the taxis and you look at Airbnb, they're getting rid of the hotels, the massive hotels and going person to person and just eat. And all, this, all these things are, are things that we're constantly uh, programming and documenting. There's a company that I was contracting for. And what they were doing really was the same thing that you do with Airbnb, they do that with parking space. So if you're in London, parking space is a problem. So if you drive your car and go somewhere, that means your driving space is free during the day. So you can actually rent it out to companies, so people who want to drive into the city, so they can you know, look for a parking space that's been rented out by somebody. And to do that is someone writing computer programs uh, like myself. And it is incredible skill. Um, the, the amount of jobs you do, you, you think, well, there are too many programmers, therefore there's not going to be enough jobs in the future. That's actually impossible to happen, impossible. So there's been a time when we just wrote computer codes that run on your computer. That was it. Now we're still writing computer codes that run on mobile phones. And we're writing computer codes that can control your curtains at home, that someone can ring the bell outside and it goes to your mobile phone, that controls the temperature in your car, that tells you when your car needs servicing. So 
that controls your drone. So the things that you can specialize in is so vast. It's, it's just insane. Um, the programming language that I teach is called Python, Python programming, and is one of the most versatile languages. You can use Python to write uh, Internet of Things to control your the lighting at home. You can use it to write mobile phone. Sorry, you can write, write mobile phone apps. You can use it to write um, web apps and so on. And scientists use it for data analysis. So, what is to think that one day there'll be no more jobs is, is almost like insane. Kingsley, what you just want to see, what you've been saying now is very amazing. It is so fascinating. Yeah, control your temperature, ring your bell, go to your mobile phone, all those kind of fascinating things. But the thing is, you make it sound so easy. How? Well, this you team, start this with that. Must see, <laughs> this team must see, you must be a genius. Yeah. So you need other geniuses to come and join you on this. Let me explain something. So what makes one programming language better than another is not the hype around it. It's the libraries, is the code that's been written by geniuses over years. So you take programming language like Python. It's been around since the late 80s. So all that time, scientists have been using it and they've been Tailoring it and making it better and better and better so that today you can do artificial intelligence, write AI and machine learning with Python. Now, when I write it, it's not like I am reinventing the wheel. It's like you're moving into a new house. You don't have to you know, write, build your bed yourself and your bookshelves yourself and create your kitchen. You literally buy an entire kitchen and you fit it in. So when we write code, we're not writing code from scratch. We're saying, okay, so you want to have an app that has an online chat platform. So somebody has written library, or a group of people have written a library. And what we're doing is we're tailoring that to your requirement. So the complex that people have about programming is actually is a myth. What we do is we, re, we don't reinvent the wheel. We tap into libraries that you know geniuses have created over time. And then we learn, we sit on the shoulders, and then we create our own libraries for the future our generations as well. Yeah, but you know, but you know, for people like us who are in our 40s, and um, yeah, should we just leave this for the younger ones to just run for the teenagers? Because are you sure we can actually do this? No, no, no. This 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 is um for anyone who has a passion. So there's a few people in, in the 40s who are already on codons and learning. So the, the concept is this. If something is going to take you six months to get you in the door, right? If you start when you're 40, you're already good to go in the same year. <laughs> so so it's not, we're not talking about something that takes you five years to learn. And then we're talking about something that takes you a relatively short um, time to, to get you in then it takes longer time to become a proficient uh, programmer. But um, anybody can learn to code and everything that you need to learn to code, you're already doing today. The, the cool thing today is, you know, you use social media. You know what SEO is. That's amazing that a lot of people know all these terminologies. Mm -hmm. But to become a creator is just taking one step further. You fill in fields, you click on buttons, you click on submit, you do these things every single day, right? 
is just putting a name to them and actually writing them yourself. That's the next stage. Okay. So for all you all you diasporans out there who think because you've been working as um you've been working in one profession for the past how many years and you think you cannot adapt? Because I know many of you you don't like your job. Yeah, let me be let me be straight with you. Over 75% of you do not like your job. If you are in the United Kingdom, you don't like your job. Mm -hmm. You get. So don't come and argue with me, argue with your ancestors about that. But if you know that this, um, the future is really, really, really something that you've been thinking about and how to be part of, to create solutions, solve more problems, and see, if that is your passion to solve more problems, you see challenges all over the place and you want to solve more problems, I would strongly, as a diaspora chief, I would strongly suggest you like get in touch with Kinsley or go to codehands.com. Kinsley, can you just, um, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so if you go on to codehands.com, okay. um, you can log in with your social media account okay. and once you do that, you have my email address. You can contact me uh, on there as well. Or you can just email me kingsley at codehands.com and that'll yeah. come straight to me. Can you just yeah. spell it again? Codehands. Uh, yeah, so codehands is C O D E H A N C E.com. Great, 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 great. Anyways, the, um, the link will be on this video. Oh, on the podcast yeah. so that you can send you straight to um, send you straight there is uh, registration open all year or is there yeah, so going on now so at, at the moment um all the courses are on there and there is a for now there's a 37 pounds a month which gives you access to every single course on the platform and gives you access to all the future courses coming up um but the promotion is running so it will be 37 uh, for the next uh, four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. So, guys, diasporans, see, take advantage of this because it is a life changer. Even though you are 50, let me let me push it forward. Even though you are 50 and it's going to take you six months to get your food on the door, come on. This is an opportunity for you to take advantage of. And um, full disclaimer, I'm not making any money from this. So I see, you see, the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast is for diasporans who are digital entrepreneurs. They are all welcome to my platform. I will sing it. See, because we are creating solutions, he is creating solutions. He is a boss. That is what I want on my platform. Even in Nigeria and in the UK, in the United Kingdom, in the United States, wherever you are, if you are a if you are a diaspora, African diaspora, and you've created something that, see, Codehands is gonna help hundreds of thousands of people change their lives. So if you are a digital entrepreneur, get in touch with me and let us talk about what you are doing for the, for not, not just for the community, but for the whole wide world. So that is why Kinsley is here and uh, Kinsley Joma, he is a phenomenal, he's representing Nigeria. So you should know what I'm talking about. He's representing Nigeria in the Paralympics this year, and he's coming back with gold. So you know, That's right. so he's a, he's he's a, he's a super champion, 
an amazing guy, man, Kinsley. Thank you for coming on my podcast again. I am really, really grateful for you to think about me thank and you. reaching out. Thank you, Kinsley. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And, yeah. you know, yes, I just want to, yeah, I'm, I'm just so happy to be here. So um, anyone who wants to reach out to me, definitely do. But yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I'm grateful for this. So I'll speak soon. Yes, absolutely. Right, bye. Okay, bye. So thank you very much for being part of the show. We really appreciate you here. Listen, we all have ideas and visions of how we see our lives, our enterprise. But without strategic moves, it will remain a pipe dream. As an accountability coach and your success partner, I help and support my clients to build their dream business or their dream lifestyle and make it a reality. So talk to me today, no matter how crazy your, your business vision is or how crazy your ideas are, we can build structure to make it a reality. So send me an email or click the link below to talk about your ideas now. It is your dream. It came to you for a reason. So be responsible because the world is waiting for you to act. Thank you. Until next time, this is Victor Osio. Be great.